Oh baby, we're back. The first podcast didn't flop, that means we're fucking back baby, we're here. We've made it to podcast numero dos. I forgot what it was in Spanish there for a second, last minute I fucking jumped right back into the noggin and here I am. Um, I took all your feedback into uh, consideration. Most of it was bollocks, do you know what I mean? Most of it was like, come on, give me a fucking break, I'm new to this shit. Um, so, if there is a few fucking mistakes in this one as well, give it up, right? Give us a chance. Take a chance on me, banger. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for all the feedback. Here we are, episode two. This time round, I've got another musical, musical man. Nilo, Nilo is on the podcast. Had a great chat there. We talked fucking everything. Um, so I hope you enjoy this podcast. Um, the levels, the I just did the fucking volume levels. I tried to fucking put them through the roof because I know the last one was a bit quiet. But sure, fucking give me a chance, boy. Episode fucking three thousand. I'll be in Joe Rogan's fucking little build and it'll sound fucking ultra HD. All right. So in the meantime, just relax. Like I said, if you're making a bolognese, hire it up, baby. It's a good one. Um, But yeah, again, any feedback after this, fucking give it to me. And I don't want fucking, oh, you said eh uh, a few times. You said okay a bit too much. Like, relax, alright? I know what I'm doing. I'm at the wheel. Legs is at the wheel. Um, But yeah, anyways. Enough fucking shy talking. Let's hit the team tune. This is episode two, series one of Legs Get Talking with Ryan the fucking Legs Kelly, the one and only and special guest, Nilo. Enjoy. Legs Get Talking. <laughs> that's how we're that's how we're beginning this podcast. Is that how you start? You just yeah. go Ooh. Now I do, you okay. know what I mean? Um hello, welcome to Legs Get Talking, the greatest podcast ever to exist. Alright. It's a fact. It's a ball statement. Don't question it. It's a fucking ball statement. I am here with Nilo. Nilo, say hello to the lovely people. What's up? Lovely people. How's yeah, everybody doing? They are How gorgeous. are your legs? Are you good? I'm I'm good, man. Yeah. Um I'm, I'm I'm currently in, in the heart of Dublin City here. Yeah, in the Liberties. In the Liberties. My home. But it's mad that you go to other people's gaffs to do this. I think that's kinda cool. I mean yeah, for the first few, like yeah. you know, the heads I kinda know, I'm I'm just being like, Here, can I buzz your gaff? Yeah. Rather than rather than renting a fucking Well that's extra expense, isn't it? Rent you know the what studio. I mean? Yeah. Us musicians, you know, we, we don't have fucking... <laughs> I haven't got a pot to we piss don't, in, man. <laughs> our pockets aren't full. <laughs> Definitely you not. You know? Definitely I'm not, not wasting fucking... Especially with the way rent is going in Dublin. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, you, we're here in the Liberties in Nilo's lovely gaff. You're, uh, what's the cat's name again? Wilbur. Wilbur. Yeah. He's a, he's a cool chap. What type of cat is that? He's is a long-haired Persian cat. Persian yeah. cat. 
like you know what dogs like I know all the dogs but mm. like I know all the dogs oh you know what I mean yeah I know fucking all test the me dogs. there like, <laughs> I will test don't, you don't 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 no better don't. man to test you um, <laughs> but like a cat is a cat to me you know what what's me? your favourite type of dog it has to be uh, Jesus uh, a fucking chihuahua like you like the small ones nah, do you no I have a uh, I have a dog called Sasha who's like uh, Jesus what is she she's half half oh man <laughs> you blank Bichon Freeze, right? Okay. Half Bichon Freeze, yeah. half uh, Yorkshire Terrier. Oh, ankle biter. A narky fucker. Yeah, and like yeah. barks all the time. All the time. That's a life sentence, bro. You know? <laughs> the postman only visits our house once a week. You know what Big I mean? dogs, like that's what you need. Big dogs. Although some of the small ones can be really nice. They're all lovely, obviously. I'm not saying like any of them are better, but like the bigger ones tend to make less noise and to have they exhibit more human characteristics, like in terms of like like you know just empathy or just hanging out with you a lot of the time okay yeah the smaller ones are a little more in themselves yeah, and like one, a little more scary. anxious they're scarier though man do you think so well, well it depends look scary, on the dog you know I mean? like a golden retriever is not scary oh that's yeah. just a big pillow isn't it yeah though? they don't know they're lunatics as well though um dogs are class though they're like, better than humans like they are way better yeah they live in the yeah. moment they actually being around them all day is really nice because like you can't get in a bad mood really because you look you kind of look around you and you're like actually I'm just surrounded by these fucking dogs yeah. like even when you're like caught up in your own weird life yeah. and stuff is happening I look in the back seat and there's just like a dog like <laughs> like just panting in my ear you know I'm like okay take a minute and just realise what's going on yeah. here you know what I mean and also try and live in the moment yeah as well. like like they do is that yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, so yeah you, you, you walk dogs mm-hmm yeah. And that's how that's how you bring in the cash dollar. That's like. how I pay rent, yeah. But how, for the most part, anyway, yeah. How did you get into that? So I got into it when I was doing me. I was doing a law degree in Minute, and I needed money. Basically, I was working in the K Club with Lefty actually for okay, a while, nice. and then after that, I just was like, actually, people are getting paid to walk dogs, and that is a job that you can have. Yeah. So I was like, that's a job that I'm going to create for myself. So I created that business and. I started off just walking friends' dogs and like dropping in flowers to people's gaffs and stuff, and then eventually it got to the stage where before COVID it was a really profitable business, like it was enough to like pay the rent and pay all the bills, you know that kind of way. And then COVID hit and everybody was kind of like, well, I can walk my own dog, yeah, geez, and like also yeah. the lockdowns and stuff as well. But it's still even even with all that stuff, it's still pretty good right now, you know. What did you get up to in the K Club? Uh, it was just barman with Lefty, yeah, one of the worst jobs I've ever had. So bad, man. Like fourteen-hour shifts, like oh, no breaks, okay. really, and just like serving the worst people imaginable. Like you can imagine people that that drink there. Yeah, you know, just not nice people. Is, like really entitled, like arseholes. Is the K club? Is the K club like a local for some people, or is it just all golfers going to take? It's a local sort of, but no, it's mostly the, the members, you yeah, know, the golf okay, members. Yeah. And then we were working mostly like weddings and stuff like that. But the people who have their wedding in the K club have a lot more money. They're way more affluent, so. Definitely. They just they treat service staff in a different way. Do you know what I mean? That's like the weddings rough. you probably go to, people are really sound, but then there's other ones where they're really not, you know, and they expect so much from you. Like, you know, I remember this one woman was like, <laughs> she's like, Can I get a Hendrix and tonic with cucumber or whatever? And uh, I was like, Oh, we've no cucumber at the moment. She's like, Get the cucumber. I was like, oh yeah alright <laughs> I had to go into the kitchen I was like I'll be back in 10 minutes like, yeah. it's going to take me Jeez. I had to go get it like, <laughs> that was it get like, the cucumber yeah that's it like, just get it you what, know? No, what, uh, no questions no there, like, just, just fucking, get the fucking do what you're told like. <laughs> exactly get me that cucumber um, what was I going to ask you there oh yeah so like 
the wealthy people like the wealthy wens was there yeah are, are they generous with tips or is it just no like, not at all never got tipped there at all like never. the odd chap would give you two euro or something like that yeah or the odd woman might give you a fiver or a christmas people that come there regularly might give you like 50 quid to, for the, all the staff you know which is yeah. really sound but yeah that's actually a lesson like i at weddings all the time now i try to tip the bar staff just Definitely. because i know i've been there you know yeah um, and it's a fucking hard job bar, bar staff very hard job like yeah, do you ever do it now? Uh, no, but myself and Jordy spent a lot of time in, in Peter's pub. <laughs> yeah, I remember you and did that. I remember just like seeing the youngster's face find the bar. It's yeah. like stressing, man. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it can be very stressful yeah. when you when it's really busy and you have a lot of, of orders to remember. Like, it's super stressful because someone will come up and be like, oh, two gin and tonics, two points of smithics, a Lucasade, four fucking, you know, shots or something. Yeah. And you have to remember them all, like, you know what I mean? That's hard, like. No, no pen and paper on No on pen hand, and paper, no, no time for that. Yeah. Because you got to get them straight away. Okay, yeah. Um, my cat Wilbur is on top of legs right now. I, come here. And, man. <laughs> he knows how much them legs are worth. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he, he doesn't know how much these trousers are worth, man. He better not fucking start missing. Yeah, he will. He'll rip them apart. Um, okay. Get out, get out of that, Wilbur. Look. He's gone now. Uh, yeah, man, I've... I, I've only met you like a handful of times. That's weird. It feels you know like I mean? know you though, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've only met you like, I'd say... Ten? I was going to say seven or eight. Yeah. yeah, maybe that. Yeah, maybe seven or eight. Yeah, that's a good show. Um, we had a good chat one time on the way back from Scratch Gig in Cork. I think I was playing with them. Yeah, you opened up. We had a chat in Cypress Avenue, wasn't it? Yeah. And we had a chat on the way back at like three in the morning in the van or something. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a rough drive. That. Like, yeah, that was a rough drive. Yeah, because we few, were hungover as well. There was a few piss stops on the way home. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. You know what I mean, I think I was drinking like a. I think we were drinking like nagins on the way home and stuff. I think so. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I only know you a handful of times. But like you said, I feel like I. Yeah, I suppose because you know the lads so well. I think so. Yeah. You know, and I know them so well. Then yeah, the old scratch boys. Like yeah, how did you? Uh, how how did you meet Scratch Lads? Who was the first member that you Lango met? Lango was the yeah. first person I met. I you met latched my, onto? Yeah, I met my trashed on Tuesday, which was like an old, like a night. Like a, I suppose it was kind of an indie night. But we would just go to just for, you know, somewhere to go or whatever. We were all into like punk and hardcore and stuff, you know. And uh, I saw Lango there and I knew he played in a band. Um, I think they were called... I don't know if it was Red Enemy at the time. I think they were called... Maybe it was Steel Lined or something like that. Okay. Or maybe it was just the start of Red Enemy and I think I had seen them play once or something like that and I just went up and started talking to them. And then we were kind of friends ever since and then um, when I was moving into... I was moving out on my own. I came. I moved back from Canada and I moved uh, to a gaff in Kimmage with a few friends and we needed someone to move in. So I was like, oh, I know this chap actually. That's really sound. And uh, Lango moved in and that was the beginning of like P-Town oh yeah yeah like that, was that was the first the that, OG P-Town yeah like. that, that gaff and Kimmage it was on Tongfield Road and it was me Lango Leamy did you ever meet Leamy he's another fella Eno a couple of other guys that Lango would know and, and Lefty would have come by and dock and stuff would have, would have stalled by and stuff it was really good and then we moved over to Perrystown and that was like that gaff is still going now still, how long was Lango and Doc there? there they were there for nearly 10 years it might have been more man yeah yeah 12 maybe I think yeah. so yeah yeah because I was living there yeah about 12-13 years ago yeah which is mad I lived there for maybe 2 or 3 years uh, had some of the best times of my life in that house yeah. man. it was amazing yeah so good it's crazy yeah because they, they're only recently after moving out but like yeah. I just associate that house I with, can't believe like that that house is still going man. yeah I don't even know who lives there anymore sorry I'm just trying to fix this fucking mic here it's all good um, absolutely fucked it 
But yeah, that's mad. So what? What? What was that night you said you met? You met Langlois? Crashed on Tuesday. It, was was that like a fibers kind of thing? No, it was like more of an indie, like in one of the, like the Lost Society or somewhere like that. You know those places on uh, South William Street? Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. Okay, nice. Okay, ask me another question. What I fucking? It's all good. <laughs> Man, you're after moving. My laptop's nearly <laughs> after doing a Dexy there. <laughs> If you you would laugh if you seen my uh, my setup here at the moment. I think it's going to hold this fucking thing. It's quite horrendous. There we go. It's uh, That's better. I have a laptop, but the screen and the keyboard doesn't work on it. So legs is rocking a very um, <laughs> what would you call it? It's, it's a DIY setup, it, man. But it's brilliant. That's like, a really? very generous way of putting it. <laughs> Um, I have a mouse, a keyboard, and a little like fucking. And the the screen on his laptop doesn't work, so he's a separate monitor <laughs> that he brings around with him. And it's the dustiest screen it's you've the ever seen. Joke That's ever. lived on my shelf. Right? Actually, this is the dustiest setup I've ever seen. It is. <laughs> and fucking, I goofed it, um, because oh man, I'm I'm awful at you know setting setting yeah. up and recording and all that shit. And I was sitting at the laptop here, and I was like, man. I think I've uh, like everything's set up here, but I'm not. I'm not getting you know any signal in, into the fucking <laughs> into Ableton, or whatever. The two mics weren't plugged in. <laughs> and, and I feel like that was both of our faults. You know what I mean? should have known that. You know what I mean? Is and that? fucking Neil goes, "Oh, have you got uh, everything plugged in there, man?" And I literally <laughs> had a look at the mics. We were like chimping around the computer for about two hours. Uh, the trying two to fix leads it. are literally <laughs> just like sitting on the ground waving up at you. <laughs> Um, Nilo, you are still at the music. Oh, I'm still at the music. You're yeah. still doing the musics. Trying my best, yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Uh, what are you up to these days? Are you writing? Are you recording? Uh, I'm not writing at the moment. I just finished my second album. <laughs> finished like tracking it, and it's just getting mixed and mastered at the moment. Nice. So, like in the stage, that's not necessarily that fun. You know, trying to just look like dot all the eyes. You know, on a you kind of lose, you fall out of love with the record a little bit because yeah. you're like, you've heard it so much as well. Yeah. And a lot of the songs are now almost a year and a half old as well. Okay, yeah. You know, so like, I've been writing this since I finished the last record, which was finished in 2019, I think. So I've been writing songs since like, I'd say 2020. Since pre-pandemic, baby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are just the start of the pandemic, you know? Nice. So <laughs> like, it's, yeah. It, but I'm very, very proud of it. Like, it's the fucking... And this fucking thing's falling again, man. It's all good. <laughs> um, it's the best thing I've ever done, with, like musically, like like lyrically. It's fucking. I'm probably never gonna beat it again, and I'm okay saying that. Oh you yeah, know what I mean, yeah. Okay, sweet. I'm just very, very happy with this fucking ten songs. You know, is there any uh, collabs on it that that you can? Yeah, loads of people. Like, there's like, um, who's on it? <laughs> Shiv's on it. Um, Yuli's on it. Rachel, who is like a new artist who I who sings me a lot of the time, she's she has her first song on it. Um, Gemma from Saint Sister played harp on loads of the songs. Nice. Morgana sings on two of them. Um, rapper wise, the only other rapper on it again, because only rapper I had on my last album was Genova, and he's the only one that's on this album again as well. So I'm not mad for like loads of rap features on an album. Okay. I'm like, well, I have space to do it myself. You know what I mean? So yeah. I just do it. Um, I don't really want to call in like loads of favors and be like, oh here, Mango get on this or yeah. like you know someone like that. You know what I mean? No, like I think if it suits it, actually Rebel Phoenix is on a song and he's nice. fucking amazing. He smashed it. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited about it, man. I'm just the hard part about finishing an album is like now you have to do all the music business side of it, and it's like you need a lot of money to release an album. Like if you wanted to get to 
a certain amount of years. You can't just drop it on Spotify anymore and hope for the best, you yeah. know? You have to put in money into PR and marketing and fucking advertising and everything like that, you know? Pain no, no fucking legs on the album. Like, what's, what's going on there? I mean, you just didn't bring the shoes at the right time. You're joking me, like, <laughs> They're always on. You know what I mean? Always. Um, how would you say the new album differs, differs to the first? Mm. There's no drums on it. <laughs> no drums? There's like three songs where there's drums on it. Okay. So I went for like these mad loop samples and then just put like saxophone on top of it. Like I felt like the, I don't know, I felt like the having like a bass drum and a snare on, on every song was just felt like really like limiting or something like that. So there's loads more spoken word kind of stuff on it, um, which kind of felt real free for me. Like when I was, I was just reacting to bits of music that I was getting sent. Yeah. And the ones that I that were bringing out these emotions in me were like real free, jazzy, weird samples. And I was just like, I can just talk over this and like, te- like explain how I feel way more freer than having to like always be on the beat. You know what I mean? Which I can do and I love doing as well. And there's the live that's way better. But like on this record, I just think I'd, I was just able to say and express what what I needed to express. Like I went through, um, like my marriage broke up during COVID. I'm a fucking single dad. Like I have like problems with depression and like uh, just the way the world is. Like so many different things. And then like um, I just wanted to talk about all that yeah. and be cathartic in that way. You know just what I mean? Be real. I just just be fucking real and and also like help myself with my own music do you know what I mean yeah. and that's when I hear the songs now I'm like oh I'm so proud of these songs and like I've listened to them like I'm it sounds fucking wanky but like I'm my biggest fan because I listen to my songs so yeah. much and I listen to them and I get enjoyment out of them as yeah, well yeah. I'm like that's a fucking banger and I'm really happy that I was able to get to a stage where I'm able to say that in that way and make it sound like that yeah. do you know what I mean I mean at the end of the day you're fucking you're doing it for yourself 100% you know like, what I mean I'm not doing it for any other reason at this stage other than just to get these emotions out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if people dig the tunes, it's a fucking bonus. You exactly. Know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. I didn't think anybody was really going to fuck with my first album. You know, and that did well. So this one's ten times it's better. So. Great. It was nominated for the Choice Music Award. Yeah, that was actually really nice because it was one of those moments where I was like, I don't know. You just feel like, oh, all right, all right, okay, someone else is listening, and like. I, you start to believe in yourself a bit more yeah. even though you shouldn't look to the industry for, for validation but you, you can't help with doing like you're still a little baby inside you know yeah, what I mean man. so anything that's going to make your parents happy that's really good you know yeah. um, how are yeah. you with uh, Spotify streams and pre-saves do you get kind of caught up in that sort of thing that's a hard game especially the pre-save game like the that's pre-saves that, that's one of the ones where you really feel like a piece of shit asking yeah. people to do it yeah, phone, man. you know even promoting this podcast like yeah every and it's on the promoting last yourself is a, is the hardest part of being a music yeah, i think it makes you feel like a cheesy fucker yeah. and like it's so i get jealous of of huge artists that are able to just fucking drop shit yeah like they want. someone like frank ocean or like even tyler or something like that where they just They've built it up so much to the stage where they can just disappear and never be around. You know what I mean? And that's amazing, but we're not at that stage. I feel like I'm annoying people. Oh yeah, definitely. But that's part of the game, man. Yeah. Like you have to just like if not nobody else gonna do it for you. You know, the pre saves thing. I don't know about that because I've never really, I've never really tried that hard with it. Okay. Because I was at a Spotify thing, and this is a few years ago, and they said at that that it didn't matter. But then I think the game has changed a little bit now, where it probably does matter. In terms of playlisting and thing, yeah, and stuff the like algorithm that. and all that. Yeah, 
it's it's smoke and mirrors nobody really knows what's happening only the people in spotify you know what i mean so you have to kind of hope that they like your music yeah and i suppose if you if you grow an, an authentic fan base that's the best way of showing them Definitely. You know? but then there's other artists that like can't bring five people to a gig but have 10 million streams yeah you know and I, yeah, that's I, the other side of it you know I, and they're making deadly music yeah but they're not gaining a fan base you know um yeah you just that's have crazy. to use everything don't you yeah it's, it's crazy on paper to see you know millions of streams and yeah they, they can't even sell fucking 200 tickets yeah yeah exactly. that's yeah i think the most important thing is being able to have people at your shows yeah and putting on a good show yeah you know and that's the most important and that's thing. when you know when you're really connecting with people yeah of course if they're actually fucking showing up yeah exactly that's the hardest thing to get people to go to a gig yeah. you know what I mean? especially these days yeah never you mind know? a pre-save like oh stop <laughs> <laughs> i don't even pre-save because every time i go to pre-save someone's song and i want to do it for everybody it makes me log in or something and you again. don't know your details i don't know my yeah, fucking right. details <laughs> if only if if, if i didn't just have it saved on my phone I, I, oh it's, I, it's automatically yeah saved i have a saved you, password you know just on the phone i need to do that then do yeah. that yeah because i want to pre-save everybody's yeah. stuff but like i just always lose patience i'm like i got something to do i have a choice yeah click you that know? forget password have it saved and ah, you'll be everyone's okay I get you, you'll be everyone's you. best friend then, <laughs> um so yeah it's how would you uh dis- describe um like not your genre of music but like the style like mm. I, I always like are you an Irish rapper or are you like a hip-hop artist or do they kind of they're the same thing you I know suppose. what I mean is there just different ways of saying the same thing you yeah, know yeah I, mean? I, I didn't want to like, there's loads of like I suppose rapper is a real loaded word because like you have to take in everything that comes with that you know what I mean and like what do people think of first when you say rapper you say you think of Eminem you think of Tupac and, and Biggie you think of lads that you know from your childhood that wanted to rap that were probably shy some yeah. of them were good like the the, the 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 term is so loaded you know what i mean it's like uh it doesn't really encapsulate everything that i do but it's i suppose it is close like but the, on the new record is way more spoken word but there is rapping on it yeah. but a lot of it is slower and like a little bit more poetic i would say cool. you know so i'm moving into that genre a little bit more because nobody like there's been so many irish rappers uh, and and loads of people have nailed it like both men and women have fucking nailed it but I don't think anybody has nailed the spoken word part of it yet. Really, in in a way that encapsulates all the Irish sounds, you know. And I haven't done it on this record, but there's one song that's fuck that's nailed that style. And I would love to move into more of that, you know, and um, because I think I have a lot more to say when it's a bit more open rather than trying to nail a beat, you know. Like shit to the beat, yeah. Yeah, because I'm a bit old to be trying to do like you know, like because shit that's big now is like drill songs and like those kind of rhythms. And I love that, but I'm, what I haven't got anything to add to that genre. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like I'm not on the road doing mad stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm 37 years old. Yeah, I've yeah. got different things to say in a different way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's when that when we're talking about rappers or the 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 idea that that might be cheesy or whatever to be an Irish rapper. I think it would be cheesy if I tried to be young. Do you know what I mean? That's sure. what makes people cheesy. It's like yeah. trying to be on a genre that's like, bro, you're past it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You've got nothing to add to this anymore. And again, just know? being honest with yourself and being like, that's, oh man, that's everything. Yeah. That's not fucking me. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. But I have things to add in my own way. Yeah. That, that, and I'm the only person that can do that. Do you know what I mean? So what's the point of me trying to hop on other styles? You know? I'll do that live for the crack. Yeah. For fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah like the, the Button Factory gig. Mm. You, you mind going. Yeah, we Rebel did. P were just kind of yeah, and Selvi the Moy, yeah, 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 yeah. Just up there, yeah, just going off. Jamming, it was, having it was really crack, good, man. That yeah. was fun, yeah. 
That um, was a really good time, actually. Yeah. Do you enjoy the kind of the? I know that wasn't freestyle, but do you, do you enjoy the freestyle kind of things? Or there was like a. I suppose that wasn't freestyle, but there was an element of like in the moment to that. It's like, yeah. all right, you go now, yeah, and then I'll go. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. fun. Like I really like that. As as far as freestyling, like as in like just talking like without anything in the head. You know what I, mean? yeah. I do it on my own, but I've never done it with people. Like some people are really good at. Have you ever done it on a podcast? Or? I've never done it. Nothing on bro. You'd be you'd be more likely to get you to do it than me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if I gave you a shit beatbox here, I could could guess something like. No way. No. Okay. Right. <laughs> Not a chance. But um, <laughs> but before hip hop, you you were performing and, and writing in a completely different genre of music. Yeah. What uh. What was that like? Fucking, um. See, I I only kind of know you as the hip hop. I don't yeah. really know the the frustration kind of right. Okay, okay, kind of okay. stuff. Yeah, like but, you you might not. I don't think you. Did you ever see us play or anything like that? No, no. no. See, we're, thinking about, tunes, uh, we're thinking about playing uh this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those tunes yeah. aren't like they're not your that's, bag. That's not yeah, what I get you. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I can obviously appreciate. Yeah, it. of course. It's just a different thing, man. We just grew up in a different scene. Like it was very. I don't know how to describe it. Like, even the lads, like, Red Enemy, like, their metal stuff, they were a part of our scene, but they were a part of another completely different scene as well. Ours was way more insular and kind of more punk-orientated, like, and, and just, like, do-it-yourself kind of job, yeah. you know? Um, we had a good time, man. I had a yeah. fucking great time doing that band. Like, we were in the band for, like, eight years, and... Bro, we toured America. We toured Europe like seven fucking times. We did, Jeez. yeah, we did a lot of gigs in in England, loads of festivals and like. But the scene is really small. Like you might be a, like we were quite a hype band at one stage, but there's still you you go to a city and you might only play to fifty people, and then you play a festival and it might be like three hundred people. Yeah, but they're all going off, man. Yeah. they're all there. They're all fucking hardcore heads. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? exactly. Like, like they're they're dedicated to the cause, you know. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that and, and I will always go to those shows like there's still a hardcore scene in Dublin and I still go you know okay. yeah I love it uh, songwriting wise for those tunes did you did you have much of an input where, where you the songwriter like L- for lyrically, the vocals lyrically, yeah. yeah yeah lyrically I wrote all the lyrics yeah and wrote like all, yeah just all the vocals across the board and then the la- like the lads would come to me like for our best album like Dying Breed which was actually 10 years old which is mad like a few a week ago or something Jesus, like that okay, like Lango yeah. drummed on that and uh, Martin McNamara, he played guitar. Gav played guitar, and Cruz played bass. And it was like they would, we would write the songs in the practice room, basically mm. in the moment. Yeah. And then I would probably record them on my phone, and then try write at home. You know, I'd probably get high, have the song going on the laptop, and just at two in the morning or something, and just try like yeah. get out how I was feeling. Yeah, I was going to ask what, what, what did you, what did you write about back then? I was writing that? about dark shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I was. If you think my lyrics are depressing now, they were way worse back then. I would okay, say. Yeah. yeah. I was just writing about. I was just trying to figure out the world, and I, I was writing about depression and and like the things that were I saw that were wrong in society. You know, cool. so the same shit. Like when I moved over to Nilo to do hip hop, I didn't really change what I was writing about. Yeah. I was just better at writing. You yeah. know. Um. But yeah, same shit, really. Yeah. Where where did you get, where did you find the urge to to kind of jump on jump on, on into the, the hip hop game? Like, oh, into the hip hop game. Yeah, that came out of like boredom, I think. Like, so frustration broke up. We started another band called Orangutan, and then like that was good. We re- we released one EP, um, and bit of a shit name, I think. 
orangutan. Yeah, I know. I mean, to be, I can't like it's I can't so, spell orangutan. I know. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. if I always put that on Spotify. Yeah, I know. It's mad. I'll send you the shit. It's like, it's like you won't like it. Well, yeah, don't send. <laughs> Maybe it to I won't send. Don't waste my time. <laughs> nah, fuck off. Fuck's sake. <laughs> don't waste my fucking. Better time, things bro. to be done. Like, you know I mean, <laughs> listening to orangutan. Orangutan. <laughs> Bro, what our kind of first st- gig was one of the best first gigs ever. Tell yeah. it. And then we only played about three other gigs after that. Where where was the first gig? Uh, it was in this place, or actually around the corner, this place called Tenterhooks, which is like a DIY space. Um, you could actually store your gear in the back. We practiced in the back and then played the gig out. The okay, front. that's cool. Fucking handy, yeah. yeah. Um, but then the, a few lads emigrated from that band, and then I didn't do anything for a few years, and, and I was getting more and more into hip hop. So I just said, fuck it, I'm going to give it a go. I met a guy called Bucko who was. Uh, he was making beats at the time mm-hmm. and one time we were going to see Jay Cole in the tree arena and he was like man he knew frustration as well and he was like man you should rap and I was like what are you talking about man but it sat in my head Yeah. and then a few weeks later I started making beats and like trying to rap over them and stuff like that and that was it then I just made like 30-40 songs until I was any good you know yeah. I was listening to my first tunes the other day shocking Eddie. I remember I used to send them to Lango all okay. the time to try to get like a little bit of like I wasn't even looking for feedback. I think I was looking for validation to keep going. And he was very, very nice about it. Like he, like when I listen to those songs now, they're shy. But there's something in there that you're like, okay, this guy could do it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I yeah. mean, if you, if let's say if you were to throw one of them up on social media, would, <laughs> would you <laughs> no. Would you be mad embarrassed about it? Oh yeah, 100%. Because okay, yeah. you're only finding, the hardest thing in rap is your accent and your tone and your diction and your fucking uh, cadence. Like, and you don't have that when you're starting off. Yeah. Like I was going either to Dublin or I was going to American or I was going like you don't know where you're at. You've yeah. never done it before. You know what I mean? So like now I now I can find a natural way of speaking. Okay. You know? yeah. And that leads to writing better songs as well. You know, because sure. it's more you. Yeah. Whereas you're if you're like fucking boys over here, blah. You know what I mean? It's like now one. What are you doing? <laughs> growing a uh, growing up like was there any hip hop? In my life, yeah, oh yeah, loads. Hip hop tunes, yeah. like not in the gaff or anything like that. But I was, I would go down to HM, like in school, lads would be scrolling Tupac on the desks all the time. Oh yeah, so that was my first introduction to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, out in Clonsilla was very, very heavy Tupac area. Nobody liked Biggie for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe it's because of West Dublin or something. Hey man, we're we're, we're pro Biggie out in Zords. You know Everybody I mean? was Tupac, man. It was mad. Fuck that. I'm not gonna say fuck Tupac. He's he's, he's, he's class. Lad, he? They're so different. You can't even. I don't know why people compare them. It's another. They're legends. Yeah, they're both legends exactly. Um, but yeah, Tupac would have been the first shit I got into. And then Dr. Dre dropped 2001. That was a huge influence because that was like, here's the best record ever at the right time. And then I got really into hip hop forever after that. You know, I was always mad into it. Nice. How yeah. was the uh, the Irish hip hop scene at the minute? really fucking good bro I think it's always been good man for the last like 10 years it's been amazing I think like you have so many good artists now and the best thing about it is like there's so many different genres man some of the big art, biggest artists in Ireland and the UK are from like fucking Dundalk and you wouldn't even know them okay. do you know what I mean Yeah. like drill rappers and stuff that okay. are fucking massive and get hundreds of millions of streams and don't get talked about in hot press or golden plaque or any of those things you know Man, what I mean isn't it? it's it's just because purely people don't understand it like it's music from the streets and it exists either on the streets or on the internet and doesn't exist in magazines or like you know on yeah it's just crazy was drill kind of like grime or is that so drill came after grime okay like grime would have been the, drill came from chicago originally and then the uk took it 
changed it and made it their own. And now the biggest drill rappers in the world are all from the UK, you know? Um, I suppose the biggest ones would be like someone like Heady One or something like that. You know him? Did you ever hear him? Um, Stormzy would be more grime, but he would do drill stuff as well, you know? Um, but yeah, there's some huge drill, drill rappers from Ireland. There's some just great hip-hop artists from Ireland, you know? There's so many good ones. Like I could name them all day. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, in this podcast, I'm going to ask... Um, the guests to like tell me like their dream festival lineup. Okay, cool. You know what I mean, like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. And I want like a headliner and then a, a fucking two on three. each day. On each day. Fuck, so I want, I want nine hard. heads who it doesn't have to be hip hop. It could be any genre, dead or alive. Any genre, dead or alive. Do you know what I mean? Wow. Give me, give me a bit of variety over the weekend. Okay, I mean? a bit of variety. Right. Katy Perry or something. Like. Katy Perry. Fuck <laughs> that, bro. You're a man for the pop shit. Man, I I'm not into the pop stuff. Love the pop boys shit, are saying like Lango and the last one was saying Bruno Mars. Bruno you? Mars. I mean, I I I wouldn't even go see him if he was at a festival. Are you joking? Yeah, swear to God, man. I know, bro. I know. I'm just not into pop music at all. At all. I'm really like uh, shit country pop music. Okay, yeah. Um, I really like that, like Florida Georgia lines. You ever hear them? Just really crap uh, American cheesy country stuff. That that floats my boat. Not does even. Does the pop chord progressions not even no, they bring don't it do in? It for no. me. Like, I mean, back in the day, I would have, like, enjoyed, I wouldn't have told the truth about this, but I would have enjoyed, like, Westlife and stuff. Man. Like, songs coming out. Like, at the time, my sister would have been blaring them in a room, and yeah, I'd be like, exactly. low key, that's kind of good. I've been all the sister. I, I got the Spice Girls. Yeah, Spice Girls are good, though. Girls are loud. They have bangers. Yeah. Girls are loud, never got into them. They were a bit after my time, I think. Okay, yeah. yeah. I got Westlife Boys on. Boys on Take class. That, all the boys. Like, Take that know. were actually probably the best of the bunch. Now, I don't, I'm not into their newer stuff, but like, Want You Back, stuff like that. You know? Back For Good, is it? Back For Good. Yeah, is it Back For Good? Is yeah, that what it's called? That's a fucking... That's one of the best pop songs what, of all time. What, what was the other one? Uh, I'd go see... All right, I'm going to put Take That on the festival lineup for the crack. Yeah. But they only are allowed to play their shit from the 90s. Okay, right. Yeah. Well, like Backstreet Boys, is that... Is yeah, that they were too, good too. Yeah, they were good, for is sure. that too... Yeah. Uh, they were good. Too cheesy. Like. Is that what you're listening to on the bus or something? Like? Man, I, I was just listening to Backstreet Boys' Crazy Hits on the yeah. way. No, I'm only listening I mean, I'm, I, I'll listen to a Westlife tune, but like, oh, yeah. not Backstreet Boys. Like. Right, okay. Oh, I just love much. a fucking piano ballad, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> give, me this, uh, give me this festival lineup. So All right, we, we so got, we're going for... Take that. Take that? Of all the bands in the world, I don't know why I picked them. Like, I don't we were just talking about pop music Man, you so can't go they back don't, now like. they don't belong they're staying there like. I think I'd go for Metallica nice but maybe not now I'd probably go for Metallica in the 90s or you know something like that Um, because they could actually play then and they're not bad now but it's just like four or five robots kind of playing it you know they're just passing passable yeah I'd go for in terms of hip hop I would love to see Andre 3000 do his own set that would be amazing. That's that's the Friday. We've yeah, take that. Oh, okay. Take that Metallica. Yeah, that's a good. Who's headlining that night? Like, I mean, you can't not have take that headline okay, if you're right. playing. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Second night, uh, we go for Kendrick. Maybe nice. that would be a good crack. Yeah. Um, there's a guy called Jason Isbell that I love. He wrote a lot of the songs on. Did you ever see that film, A Star Is Born? Yes. Yeah, he wrote a lot of the tunes on that, and he just has amazing albums himself. He's fucking brilliant. Throw him on there. Does he write kind of? that kind of yeah it's really like Americana kind of country stuff. kind of country, stuff yeah. yeah fucking great though nice. like smart not cheesy okay, really good yeah. like won a Grammy and stuff um, try to scratch on there on the Saturday night headlining over uh, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I don't know who they headline over 
Mm. Might get you on there for just like your own set. Like a leg yeah. solo set? Yeah, solo like stand up set. Like. Stand up mixed with a bit of dancing and like a couple of bongs on stage. Would you do a few bongs live right. for a few quid? For, oh, for a big bag of cash, I'll yeah. do anything. I'll do anything. anything. I'll do anything. If there's anyone out there who has for a big a bag of cash, I'll do anything. And wants me is to do things, something. Is there things you wouldn't do? I mean, okay, come here, you draw the fucking line, you know what I mean? <laughs> you have to draw a line. Every person has, have to have their own line, you know? You have to draw a line somewhere. But, yeah. um, I mean, chances are there's there's many things that I do. Right. For, for, for not only the crack, but also the cash. Like, go on, give me some. <laughs> like, I was going to say give something us a real suggest. bad. Go on, I'll fucking go for it. Like. Now, right, what? would you give uh, Michal Martin, like, a fucking, <laughs> a really sensual massage like a 20 minute massage in front of like 10,000 people on a big screen and like every every move you make is like super HD and it like people know exactly what you're doing to his body at every time full, 20 grand full body full body 20 grand full body with a happy end nothing no come here I'm ta- <laughs> man I'm talking seven figures here 20 grand for fuck's sake that's all that's in the budget man that no. 20 grand could change your no. life for a year for a year man the humiliation for that year alone I wouldn't be up for it like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be up for it actually giving me on my what would you say a massage yeah. the 10 yeah in HD on the screen though as well and no. it gets live streamed on Facebook as well so all your relations can see it too <laughs> <laughs> so your auntie they haven't talked to in like 10 you years know what I mean? can see it as well in the Phoenix Park he's right? got good hands legs you know they don't call me the <laughs> for a guy called legs he's got really nice hands you know what I mean don't call me the hands for nothing like um, to answer your question, no, I will not give. Maybe me you can Martin. dance the back off him as well. You can hop up. I'll be up for that. Yeah, yeah. Just dance on top of him. Would you do that for five grand? What in front of ten thousand like people? He's basically your platform. Man, definitely would. Because <laughs> I know there's at least ten thousand people out there that would love to see. They'd that. love to see. It, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So what? what five grand was it? Yeah, five. Yeah. I'll take it. You probably do that for free, would you? Revolute me, man. Yeah. yeah okay, no problem. Do you know what I mean? For five grand. So that's the the headliner so That's the headliner <laughs> sorted. <laughs> okay. And the scratch are opening up for me, dancing on me on Martin's back, yeah. I'd say let's let's let Isbell open this set okay. because he's a bit more low key. Then the scratch can bring it up a notch and then you can just come on. Maybe you could have a band playing while you're dancing on him. Obviously you need music. Who would you who would um, you have in the band like? Let's get I need Slash. Let's get Slash in there on the guitar, yeah. He's um, wearing that fucking hat on the stage. Like, let's get your man from Velvet Revolver singing with the leather pants. You know that guy? I don't know what you're talking about. But I don't know what like. his name is. Uh, I think he was in uh, Stone Temple Pilots as well. He's got really, really tight leather pants. He's super skinny. Get him singing. Um, who we get on bass? What's your man's name from uh, Twiggy? Is it Twiggy Ramirez from Marilyn Manson? Is that his, his name? Anyway, this is a ridiculous I'll conversation, bro. Right. Okay, I'll take a look. Man, when you said bass... The first thing I thought of was uh, fucking Flea from Chili Peppers. Oh yeah, he, he that's a good show. Yeah, he'd be good. Yeah. Um, do I have someone on piano in the back? Is piano? Is, is Elton John you tickling the ivories? Like Elton, yeah, we're trying Elton John in there. Yeah, why you know not? I mean? <laughs> he's he's currently on his like. What you is, could be playing piano. You play piano, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we do that. Elton John is currently on his twentieth uh, farewell tour. <laughs> oh man, do you know what I mean? He's still going. That did chance. you go see that film, The Rocket Man? He, I didn't go see it, but I, I. I Got it on, you know, yeah, Netflix. The illegal, or... the illegal ones. No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't do that. I didn't. I didn't All illegally right. stream, but I definitely seen it. Though. It was a bit shy, wasn't it? Man, I was... You loved it? I thought it was good. The songs are really good. The songs are banging. Yeah. And, and as a kid growing up and fucking... 
was he like did you like listen to a lot of him growing uh, up not really no but I always thought he like lyrically I thought they ah, were, he's they were all his he's, like, he's good lyrically oh they're not yeah they're not his they're your man's Bro, and he just nothing is anybody's you know what I mean takes them like music runs. industry is like it's just oh, not what it seems it's a lie man yeah the whole thing is mostly a lie it really is though yeah unless you're talking on a local level you know but like if you're talking that level of songwriting there's at least two or three people in every fucking room songwriting you know definitely which is mad do you ever go to like Spotify and go down to song credits oh yeah and like, like 18 people there you know what I mean <laughs> yeah yeah a list the length of your arm yeah exactly um, right we Friday Saturday who's who's are we still going who's closing the show okay, on the who's Sunday who's close the show on the, on the Sunday do you ever listen to Explosions in the Sky? Have you ever seen them? They're like a, an instrumental post-rock band. They'd be good for a bit of Sunday vibes. I'll check you know, them get out. the head. You know what you're like on, oh, on a Sunday no, of a festival? <laughs> no brain cells left. No serotonin. Clinging on to any bit of hope you can. Trying yeah. to keep the session going. That warm can of Bulmers in your hand. Oh, yeah. Get it into you, man. Jesus, man. Get it in. Like, well, Same pair of jocks. Like, <laughs> I'm speaking about jocks again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going I to was speak actually going to answer that, that question. Um Oh, no. What's the longest I've worn a pair of jocks what for? Was it? Double figures, like? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. All right. Not that long. That would be like, they'd literally be falling off you at that stage. They'd, they'd yeah. be running away from you at that yeah. stage. I would say three or four days the yeah. same. Yeah. It's a Maybe four. Four? Yeah. Can you think of a particular moment when? It was on, it was probably on the same tour Lango was on. Okay. Yeah. Like in America, we were fucking rocking them jocks, definitely. And then after four days, you you both swap jocks, like <laughs> you just turn them inside out and <laughs> let the next man have them. <laughs> Pass them down the line. No, I feel like you have to throw them out the fucking van window at that stage. Some guy come along and put them on, like <laughs> some down on his look guy. Some poor chaps just wearing wearing your jocks. He never washed them then after. Never. He has them framed in his gaff. <laughs> You know what I mean? He was chasing the van looking for, to get them signed. Know, like. I don't know about that. I don't think anybody was chasing our van on that, on that tour. We used to piss out the back of the van like on the motorway. We'd gone like 100 miles an hour and there was a trailer attached to the van with our gear in it but like we'd open the back two doors like I'd be holding on to Lango's belt like in the middle of the night and he'd be just pissing out the back but it'd all be like spraying back up. Ah, <laughs> there it is. Like there was no point in even going out the window because it was just coming back into the yeah, van. Yeah. But you had to go somewhere because you had to keep drinking, you know. How uh, how many of you was I think there the was 13 on the, in that tour and the van was built for seven people, I would say. Fuck. Yeah. We used to drink NyQuil. You know that shit like they sell in America just so like go to sleep. sleep. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it was so uncomfortable. You'd be falling asleep with your knees up at your chin like so you just drink loads of that and then you'd have about five minutes to find somewhere to fall asleep, you know? Jesus. Then after about four or five days of drinking that, we were like, we better stop drinking this because yeah. it's really bad. You'd wake up with this big, swollen, puffy face, like, fuck. just in bits, so groggy, just like, what the fuck? <laughs> where, like, where was the most, like, uncomfortable and randomest place you've, you've ever... Uh, slept. Slept. Like, slept on, on a drum kit in the van on a few occasions. On a drum On kit. top of a drum kit, yeah. I used to be very famous for being able to fall asleep in like fucking the worst. I could fall asleep standing up. I used to be able to like fall asleep on drum kits. Sometimes they just lift me out of the house in the sleeping bag back into the van and I would go back asleep then for the whole day. <laughs> like I used to sleep for like 14 hours on tour and stuff. Yeah. So what What do you mean you slept on the drum kit? Like? I just slept on a drum kit. Like literally on all so the stuff. So your back is on, on yeah, the like on the Yeah, the horrible fucking little pin sticking out of it. Yeah, everything. your head's on the on tom. Like. Yeah, literally, yeah. I was able yeah. to do it, yeah. Anyway. Are you playing any uh, festivals this summer? Playing a few festivals, yeah. Playing Other Side Festival, uh, Beyond the Pale, 
uh, and then a few more that aren't announced yet that I probably can't say. Come on. I can't say. Give me an, an exclusive. I'm not announced Give us yet. an exclusive, Nobody man. gives a fuck. Nobody's listening to this long to an exclusive for me. They are, look. They're not. They are. They, you are the reason they clicked on the fucking link in the <laughs> oh, bio. You're the reason, bro. You know what I mean? That cool artwork you got of you uh, crowd surfing. Man. That's pretty good. G. G done that up. Who's G? Me, girlfriend. Oh, did Ronnie she? done that, yeah. She oh, fair play to her. Shout out Ronnie. I, I like to say it was my idea and then she just fucking put it into What are you talking action, about? You know Give I mean? her the credit, bro. Yeah, all right. Come fuck, on. yeah, whatever. She yeah. did it for you. I bet she didn't charge you anything. No, she didn't. Well, then. I mean, very generous. You're like, I like to think it was more idea. She, bro, she it was. Did that, In right? my head, it was. In your head. You didn't do it. I did, yeah. She did it. Whatever. <laughs> Grania, fair play. Fair play. Fair play. You better. You have to buy her something now for Love that. You. You have to buy her flowers for that. Does she like flowers? Yeah, she loves flowers. I'll get her flowers, man. You know what I mean? I'm flowers like, are so fucking easy. Lads think why, I don't know why so, Man they are so cheap as well If, if you, you go, go down to the right fucking, spots. If you go down to Mead Street here You'll get a really nice bunch of flares Not yeah. talking about the ones in Little for a fiver Yeah yeah If you spend 10 or 15 quid on Mead Street You get a serious bunch Delighted I might, might have to stop there on, on the way home like. Yeah I think so Well they won't be there now But during the day Yeah, yeah. Like You've seen the get up I brought with me <laughs> Last thing I need is a fucking bunch of yeah, flowers in hand. Yeah. Tomorrow. You know what I mean? You tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. By the time this podcast is out, you'll have bought the flowers. Yeah. And, and then the flick be... will be on Insta and everything. Like. Yeah, the flick on Insta and everything. Well, yeah. You can't. Yeah, you have to have the flick on Insta. Man, <laughs> you didn't buy the flowers unless the flick is up. You know. You know. Look. Oh. Uh, look how. Look how kind and generous I am. Look how sound my boyfriend is. You know what I mean? He bought me these flowers. Yeah, for fifteen quid on Mead Street. That's what I'm saying. It's easy to do. Yeah, and it just tells the person that you're thinking of them. I, I fucking like flowers too, man. I like getting flowers. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I've got, I got loads for my birthday for some reason. I never got flowers in my whole life. Yeah, and then I got them off three different people on my birthday. Maybe because I'm single now. Maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean, maybe they had like the fucking the the little number on on a on a leaf and you just it wasn't just random as never knew the door, like, imagine. Well, they're all that tin, would be classic. they're all tinder heads like maybe you know what I mean <laughs> I, I love even like fucking picking out flowers and being like cause do you know the way you look at a bunch of flowers and some of them are fucking dead in the bunch yes and they're still as expensive as the other ones that aren't dead yeah man I used to love actually going into Marks and Spencers and getting there's ones with yellow stickers that are much cheaper okay. and if you go in at the right time they're all still perfect but you can get like an amazing bunch of flares for like a tenner or something like that. But Tenny. I always, I always feel like I know what I'm looking at when it comes to flares. <laughs> you're kind of really, like, man. But I really don't. I'm just comparing the dead ones to yeah, the live ones. Yeah, you're just looking. You're just caring. I'm caring. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I think that's one thing that people don't do. Like they don't actually put any care and attention into the presents they're buying. Do you ever get shit presents off people that you're like, actually would have preferred if you just kept the money? Do you know what I mean? Because they just buy you stuff that you don't want. And they didn't put any effort into it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you, do you have that auntie where you get the fucking the links every Christmas? Or? Not really, no. no. But like, I would prefer that than a lot of stuff, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just get the same fucking That's box class, bro. of links. That's class. Yeah, yeah, it's class if you use links. Who uses links? Do you use links? No, man. Give it to your brother. Do you know what I mean? Give it to your brother. No, I have an older sister. Don't she, give it to she, her. She'd fuck, she could fucking do it, to be fair. links Africa? Yeah, the black yeah, ball, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're stuck, that's not bad. Do you know what I mean? Are you... Mango swear by that. He loves that shit. Of course he does. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Links after... You can do better than that. Are you... Are the you... Physios 4, do you know that one? Do you remember that? No. 
leave your armpits looking like fucking Charlie Sheen's nostrils with all the white stuff on it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I need a dry deodorant. Do you like the roll-on joints? No. No. I like uh, cool, you know the Nivea for men, that, that one up there? That's, that's the fuck, bro, that's the one. I'm into that. Yeah, that's let's the fuck, let's, let's fish And it that. feels very refreshing when yeah. you put it on. Is that a dry on. one though? No, it's not the dry impact. No, I know man, that one. I need, I need the you dry. You like the dry impact, man? You spray that shit, and it's like the dry impact is for lads that are going three days no shower kind of job, is it? That's me. <laughs> is it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if you spray that wet uh, fucking deodorant, it just be pissing down your arm. No, like. that that one's not wet, really. No, I never get that off. It has to be dry. Yeah. And the roll, if you're if you use roll on deodorant, and you're listening to this podcast, I mean, some people have to use that, so you can't be judging them. Like there's people with medical judged. conditions that yeah, have to use. Yeah, it. all right, I wasn't going that <laughs> fucking deep, but if you're wearing roll on, it's that's... probably more effective, I would say. Oh man, it know, gets a bit sticky. But put it yeah. this way, right? It's better, for, way better for the environment. Okay, yeah. Like those sprays are really bad for the environment. Uh, right, well, hang on, and you, for if, your breath as well. I think for your if lungs. you lift your arm up and you put a fucking roll on deodorant, right? Yeah. And then let's say put your arm back down, put the lid on the deodorant. Yeah. Imagine the fucking the the sweat and the fucking that's s- on the oak. That's on that's the oak. That's actually so true. And then hang on, waiting. I wake up the next morning and put the fucking roll on the deodorant that was under my smelly. And arm it's not like you can clean it and reapply. You can't fucking put a tissue on that. Mm, that's actually a really good point, bro. Didn't so think of that. if there's anyone wearing roll on the deodorant right no, now, no, some people have to get in the shower. I don't care. Get in man. the shower. I don't care. I'm not a roll on the I feel like the stuff cleans it your BO anyway. Like it, like if you're like that's cleaning your armpit. And your armpit's not making that really horrible because that has disinfectant probably in it and stuff or something to clean it anyway. Man. Anyway, what are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, come here. The <laughs> thoughts of roll on putting a roll on deodorant under my arm is Would you right for twenty no, right, no. for twenty grand would you put on a roll on every you have to use roll on for the rest of your life. Roll on or nothing. For twenty grand. Yeah, twenty grand. One off fee, like. One off fee. The rest of my life. Twenty grand right now. Right now, like. yeah. But you're never allowed to use spray deodorant. Roll on forever. Yeah, right, go on. It's just, it's just, it's not for me, man. Right, okay. Roll on deodorants are not for me. Fair enough. At the end of the day, would you rather know uh, when you're gonna die or how? Uh, w- when? When? I really. Jeez, I forgot to get dark here. Like I, mm. I really am not um, that scared of dying. Me neither. Um, I know a few people who are. Mm. And but for me, it's I'm all about like when it when your fucking time's up, it's up. Mm. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. I'm a strong believer of like yeah, fucking just deal with the cars that you're dealt, and if yeah. your time's up. 100%, yeah, exactly. Good night and, and God bless. Her. Now, it's easy to say that for us. Of when course, the time man. comes, we might think differently. But right now, I feel the same. I'm not afraid of it at all. And, um, yeah, be grand. Like. Even with Jakey, like. That's the only thing. That That's one thing that really changed my perspective on death is, like, having a, a son. Yeah. Because um, I used to be, like, one of those people that would be like, oh, I'll probably be dead by, like, fucking 30 or 35 or whatever, you know. I didn't see myself old. Yeah. You know, and I still don't. I'm still trying to like change that perspective. You know what I mean? Um, it's hard to say, man. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? It's uh, yeah. Like what? Like, what do you think happens when you die? Jesus, man, I don't know. I just. What do you believe in? Like, honestly, do you believe in anything? Nah, not really. Honestly, I believe it's like, um, it's just like. You close your eyes, obviously, and it's, it's darkness. It's darkness, and you're just 
dreaming for the rest of your life dreaming like in in the dream state you know what I mean and you in a dream state then could be so you think your consciousness that that means you think your consciousness exists without your physical form definitely man oh 100% yeah there's no doubt about that in my mind anyway I know some people don't believe that at all but like from the shit that I've seen whether through psychedelics or like dreaming or like fucking I don't know near death experiences and stuff like that it's like there's something after there is we just don't know what there it is you know what I mean? there is bro 100% um, I've seen it. I feel like I've seen it a few times you know what I mean yeah whether that's been in dreams or being in like heavy psychedelics or something like that you know what I mean do you believe in ghosts like I don't know if I believe in ghosts but there's definitely energy I mean I've never fucking seen a ghost but I've had weird stuff happen like cups move and shit like that what yeah definitely yeah I lived in a gaff in Renault where me and Katie um, there was definitely something weird going on energy wise there like literally chairs were moving in the gaff we left the house one night because we were so scared no way yeah I swear to god we Jesus. went to the cinema yeah left the cat there we are like what about the cat we were like oh the window's open he can get in and out he'll be alright but like we were freaked like just like plates were moving chairs were moving that it was mad man yeah. did you ever fucking get someone in to like bless it or yeah just to have like a no I think we, we, it kind of just went away to be honest and then the next gaff we moved into was fresh like it was grand it was just that one house Sometimes I think, um, like this guy told me a story. He owns uh, the Hotel Doolin. Do you know up there? Did you ever go up there? Fucking amazing up there anyway. Um, or down there, sorry. But he was saying he stayed in this other hotel and I was talking to him the next day. And this is like a straight talking, like he's not a w- weird guy. He's like a h- hotel owner. He was like, I was up all night, man. I was staying in a fucking haunted room. The fucking windows were flying open, like shit was flying around the room and everything. Sometimes I feel like there's just energies left over, and I don't know if that's ghosts or what the fuck it is, but like weird shit happens definitely, you know. But it's not necessarily bad. Like no ghost has ever killed anybody. I think we all put like negative connotations on it from horror films, you know. You definitely think when yeah, when you think of a ghost, I think of fucking scary. Like yeah, exactly. I'm terrified. That's the one thing. Ghosts and sharks are the two things I'm two things. Sharks. I'm, yeah. I'm really scared of sharks for some reason. I don't know why. Just the feeling of being in the water, kinda helpless, with a big fucking great white shark coming to take your legs off like The sea in the oceans, they're, they're big the big spots. Like, yeah, they're scary, yeah. There's so much weird stuff in there. And and at the same time I love swimming in the sea. Maybe not in California, but I would do it, like, but it's just scary. For twenty grand, would you jump into a fucking a cage and go in there? And oh, I'd go for twenty grand for a cage. Let I'd a probably do a cage for free just to test myself. Yeah, but it would be my worst fucking fear. Like to see a great white up close, man. For me, that would be like that'd be fucked. That'd be like seeing me, Hall Martin, coming into your room at night for you. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> can we stop talking about that chat? Did you ever see that vid of your man in the? Was it the fucking the Antarctic or something? But like he was in like a glass box with a polar bear. Is yeah, it that one? See that? Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, I know. Like if you watch that chap, he is. Oh man, he's doing for like blood, like yeah. On the yeah. outside, he's 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 doing well, but in yeah. the inside, I'd say that. Oh my god, chap man. is yeah. breaking it. I need to watch that again, man. Does he get close? Like, like the bear does. Like you, you hear like oh, the. Man. They're fucking killers. You hear the cage they're so strong. Oh man, they're crazy, yeah. and they're massive as yeah, well. They're huge, you, like, and they f- fucking kill people. Yeah, like they will like eat a person. Do you follow that Instagram page? Um, Is it Nature Is Metal? That yeah, one? man. Yeah, it's good. Holy it's really shit! Good. Yeah, yeah, just to like see the strength. Nature is fucking insane. Like the shit that's going on right now that we just don't even know about. Yeah. 
<laughs> like giant snakes and stuff like that. It's where we're high. We're too sober, man. We're, right we're too sober, chaps. We had a cup like, of tea, that was it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, had, I had a bit of honey in me tea, and I'm yeah. not, not too sure. I think it got you going. I, did, I, didn't, I didn't see it. A bit of CBD honey. It, you know what I mean? I didn't see a bit of THC in there. You could have put anything in that fucking That's thing. That's true. Um, this has been fucking, this has been great. Really fun, man. I really enjoyed it, yeah. This was a... Long one, I would say. Two hours, long maybe, one, is it? yeah. I'll have to fucking... How long is it? I don't know. Can you I'd tell it's about two hours. It's fucking... 3,100 bars. Oh, it's an hour is there a time? 40 around that, is it? Are you just guessing there? Like? No, I think it's down the bottom, no? Uh, no oh. We'll have a look after. Is it? I don't know. I can't see Who it. knows? Who knows? It's going to um, absolutely brick your fucking laptop when you're going to man, go and try to produce it anyway, I tell you that much. It's, yeah, that's... <laughs> I'm going to say this is probably the last podcast with that. <laughs> that laptop, but it definitely isn't. That's, I hope this makes it out, man. That's going to, to the yeah. bit. Well, um, uh, thanks for having me anyway. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. Shout and out uh, Ryan the Legs Kelly. Absolute legend. The fucking By the way, that video the um, during the scratch was amazing. Oh, with the fucking cigar. Oh, so good, man. Yeah. That was a great entrance. Wait, what what? The, what oh, the, the Olympia one? Yeah, the Olympia Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I thought you talking about the music video. No, so no. So you mean no. the music video? Yeah, I saw you in that. But uh, I'm talking about the Olympia video. Yeah, yeah that was man, amazing. That was, that was so what a beautiful fun. night. That was so fun. To it was so nice to see them get what they deserve I mean I don't want to be the guy that's like oh I was saying it but like their first show we all knew I fucking knew they were going to be big and I don't even think they're a fraction of how big they're going to be do you know what I mean like they have the opportunity or the the, the potential to be the biggest band in the world man. yeah you think so I honestly think they have the potential to be one of the biggest bands in the world yeah. like they have such a widespread appeal to everybody and also they have a soul behind them that's like second to none like everybody sees them now i show it to my ma i'll show it to my like anybody and they're gonna love it like my ma loves the scratch she's been seeing him a few times like anybody that you put in front of the scratch they're gonna fucking make them fans like i remember i seen them in a their second or third show they're in berlin bar which isn't even around anymore it was not the berlin on dame street it's a different berlin bar there was nobody there there was me watching them and a table of people that were there for points and not the gig and by the end of that gig those fucking table of people are standing up they were going, going like these are unreal do you know what I mean like they just have that thing that's like right these are great you know and I think the only people that really aren't into the scratch are more I would say hipstery kind of people that think they're a bit cheesy or think they're like kind of contrarians that might not be into like like say they saw you dance and they'd be like fuck that do you know what I mean? But they don't get the spirit of it. No, right, fuck Do you them. Know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, fuck them. But they don't. They just don't understand the spirit of like what it is, and it's basically like fuck it, we're going for it. That's the kind of spirit of it. Let's have a good time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I on the podcast with Lango. I, I don't know if I made it or not. I might, might have edited it out, but it was like we were talking about like the mentality of gigs and just like. Mm just knowing in your head that like you just have to go out there and just fucking go for it you have to go for it you know what I mean Lango yeah. was saying like sometimes you'd go out and you'd hold back and yeah. he'd instantly be on the back foot yes. on gig, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and you come off regretting the more confident like, you are people love that shit you have to tell them what to do yeah. you have to, like people come to a gig they want to have a good time Yeah, they're there to see you or they're there to see music it might not be to see you because you might be on a lineup with multiple different people but like they're just there to have a good time. You tell them how to have a good time. And if you can do that while doing your songs in the best way, then you're on a winner, you know? Definitely, man. That's yeah. why... I definitely realised that's why, like... 
the legs persona. You're really on good at stage. it. Yeah. It's just so it works so he's well. He's a cocky bastard. Yeah, it exactly. Looks like, and people want to see it, care. and they also know it's a joke. Yeah, they know it's not the real you. Yeah, but they love it. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. Because people want to see someone that has confidence as well. Like that's a huge thing, you know. Like you said, they're just fucking there for a good time. They want to have fun. They give want to it, dance. Give it to them. They want to put their fucking hands up. They yeah. want to clap. They want to do everything. Sing along. Yeah. You just show them how to do it, and you're in. You know. I mean, teach them the basics on the way to go. Like exactly. Um. Yeah, you can find Nilo online. That's it. What's yeah. your name on Instagram? Uh, Nilo the Silla. The Silla. Yeah, like clones of the, you know. Oh right. Yeah. I always wondered. Did you not know what that I thought, was? I thought your dad was fucking Italian or something. No, we used to call Clonsilla de Silla, so like I just said Nino de Silla. I was just looking for a fucking something to, to separate me. You know what I mean? Nice. Yeah. Are you on Facebook? Is Facebook a thing? I mean, I don't use it. I think I'm on there, yeah. I used to use Twitter loads. Um, I kind of fallen out of love with that at the moment because it's really negative place, I would say. Are you Nilo de Silla on Nelly de Silla on that. Nelly de Silla. Yeah. You had to make it awkward, didn't you? I you know, to... yeah. I would have called myself Nelly if there wasn't already a rapper called Nelly. That's my name. Like, oh, really? That's what I would prefer people to call me. Yeah. Like, if you were to see me on the street or refer to me, I'd just yeah. wait for a Nelly. Like, it's just more personal or something like that. Yeah. What about Neil? I don't like that really, no. no. That's just my name. Well, I'll call you that from now on. It's like Ryan sorry. for you. Do you like Ryan? I mean, I don't mind Ryan's it. a better name than Neil, though. Ryan's a cooler name than Neil. Neil, I feel, is not a good name. Like, it's what you do when you're fucking praying or begging somebody. <laughs> You know, I don't know many many a Neil like. Do you not know? I know two, you yeah. and someone else like. That's right. what it is, like. What's the other one like? Uh, sound, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're all fairly sound. Yeah, no, I'd say fifty percent of the ones I know. Yeah, I'd say there's a few pricks called Neil. Definitely is. Definitely. Neil. What about Ryan? Is there a few pricks? Ryan's a pretty good name. It's strong. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the Ryan's that I know. Yeah, it is Welsh. Welsh is it? For yeah. King. No way, is it? You know what I mean? And it's very American as well. There's loads of Ryan's in America. Ryan Adams um, I'm not going to name all the Ryans Go on, give us two more give us two more Ryan Gosling right one more <laughs> Ryan Giggs <laughs> man I'm named after Ryan Giggs he's really? American though give us, an, give us one more American oh one more American called Ryan fuck man three seconds no I can't get it Ryan Seacrest that's the one again oh, I don't really know him you do who is he that the fucking used to be like big on fucking MTV that chap he used to host like American Oil I know Bro, I'm 37 years old. Yeah, that was back in your time. <laughs> back in my time, you know my heyday. Back in your heyday. <laughs> back in my heyday. Not watch American Idol back in back in the day. No, no, I never watched it. No, I never watched it. I always now, found man. it interesting, um, but I never watched it. No. Well, you're missing now. Right, we better wrap up, bro. We'll wrap it up. That it's was fucking, fun. It's it's, it's nearly dark, dark outside. outside yeah. You know what I mean? Been here for a minute. Yeah, uh, thanks so much for coming on. No problem. This really. has been my pleasure. Episode two. Yeah. Series one. Yeah. Of Legs Get Talking. Legs Get Talking, baby. With special guest, Nilo.